Hello, it's Andrew. It, it is October the 22nd. I hope you are well. I have a very uh, good week this week. Um, spent a bit of time in Amsterdam, as I mentioned in my note, working through the sustainability strategy, which I think will be really good for the business. This is around how we sell sustainability services and what it is our clients want to do, which I think is really uh, interesting. I think there is a sort of, I guess, three elements to where we are as sustainability right now. We have our service proposition what we're trying to sell across different markets, which is fundamentally important to our clients to keep them the right side of legislation and to share with them some of our knowledge on it. We have the sort of corporate guidelines around our commitments to net zero. And I, I do believe there's a massive space in between that is sort of translating all of the rhetoric and the words and the comments we hear from governments and from government agencies and from interested parties um, they're helping to translate that into some form of knowledge for our clients. So we advise them around things to do. It isn't necessarily a sustainability strategy piece, but it's more of a, a business proposition and I guess creating some sort of authority in that space. So I'm sort of trying to work out in my head what that means, what that looks like, and obviously any, any thoughts that anybody has on that space, then please do let me know. I am uh, maybe becoming a little bit too obsessed with the topic of uh, sustainability, um, but I literally cannot think of a better thing to be focused on. It is fundamentally changing how people behave, think, act, and and just be. It changes how we how we behave and how we believe, really. So I I, I know there's going to be a, a huge amount of contrasting thoughts, views, comments coming out of COP26. Uh, hopefully some of those will be rational. Some of those will be uh, rationalizable, if that's such a word. Uh, and I do think there's a lot we, we need to do to help sort of interpret all the noise for our for our individual clients and people. Um, so that was sort of my, my main thought for the week. Other thoughts are really interested to hear more views on these, but I had some really great feedback from individuals on Expert Real. Uh, I think from from sort of a few weeks beforehand, uh, many people thinking that it wasn't going to be such a big deal and it was maybe a lot quieter than previously. Actually, it seemed to be very busy. Yes, it was much smaller than in previous years. Other companies had stands. Uh, we didn't, but still managed to meet a huge number of clients. So on one hand, you might think, well, wow, that's, that's great. I managed to meet loads and loads of clients and we didn't spend uh, the huge chunk of money we normally would. Or you sort of think, gosh, we were the only ones there without a stand, so we should spend a huge chunk of money and, and do it differently next year. So really interested to see how that progresses. Uh, talking with Monica today in the Netherlands about Provada in, uh, in in that country. So And, and I think, that, again, there seems to be a, what was going to be a hybrid event now appears to be 99% physical. So I've asked for images for that and be great, again, to use that as really strong evidence as to why events are back and why we need to do them in a, in a really strong way next year. And that will really help with the dynamic I'm facing at the moment around um, budgets, funding, etc. So there is a lot of uh, discussion ongoing around what's business as usual and what's an investment budget. And I think things won't actually progress until after our Q3 results, which we're going to publish on November the 4th. But I'm sure it'll come as no surprise to anybody that those are going to be pretty good. Um, and I, uh, yeah, look forward to hearing from the business more generally once that's happened and we get back into the sort of budget discussion uh, around what that means.
and what we'd like to see for next year. So the sooner we get that, I know you're all desperate for it. I know you're all clamoring for it. And I promise you, I'm not holding anything back from anybody. I'm not not telling you anything. Everything that I know I've been told, I have 100% shared with you. And there's nothing sitting in my inbox or sitting on my voicemail that I haven't shared with anybody. So again, as uh, soon as I hear more back from, from the business in terms of finance, I will let you all know. So there's a huge amount of discussions going on about broader topics, broader areas of focus for spend. And ultimately, I'm sure there'll be a business demand for 200 and a business can afford to spend 100 and then it's a case of prioritizing it. And I'm just out there waving a flag as hard and as vigorously, vigorously as I can for both research and marketing and comms uh, to make sure we get our fair, fair shake of it. And all the, the comments so far seem to be fairly positive. So hopefully you all spotted, uh, even though it seems to be fairly quiet news really, the, the Greystone um, investment that Cushman made yesterday, or on Wednesday rather, so $500 million, which doesn't sound like a lot these days, but half a billion dollars um, that we've invested in a major provider of uh, multifamily lending uh, in the US. One of the big advantages that comes with is that it allows us a license to play in that space. And I'm sure over time we'll, we'll acquire more and more in that area. Such a massive part of growth. It is something that is not going anywhere. There is an increased demand for housing. There is an increased demand for rented accommodation. And there is an increased demand for people able to fund uh, and play in the debt space uh, that we have in that area. There's absolutely appetites to do similar things across Europe. Uh, the challenge right now, of course, is that everybody knows that that sort of business is in demand. So the multiples being asked for are quite high. So it makes it a bit harder to get into that space. But it's absolutely an area we know is fundamentally important. People want to borrow money. People want to be able to understand debt and equity in different ways. And I think we are very well positioned to be able to offer that. And that's certainly something we'll get into more discussions around next year, I'm sure. Uh, that tags very nicely back to the whole topic of green and sustainable. So a big topic of discussion around green financing, green loans, etc. Many of you in the UK will have spotted this week the government's publication of their new guidelines around the road to net zero. Certainly not a report I suggest printing out as it's I think 329 pages. Um, one best read on screen. Big chunk of that is about the built environment and property and the requirements that businesses are going to have to report on a number of sustainability criteria. And that will absolutely roll out across Europe. Uh, the EU have got something quite similar. America uh, are pushing on getting that into the regulations as well, so that funds and listed companies have to report a lot more dynamically on what they're doing. And the aim being to take away any hint of greenwash and that when people are reporting, it's on a very factual basis so that investors are able to compare on a like-for-like -like basis as opposed to having to dig underneath to understand what companies are really saying and what they're pretending to say. So that's a super important area as well. Um, over the next few weeks, um, there's a high level of demand on me to share with the business what we're going to be focusing on for next year. Um, and I talked to quite a few of you, I'm sure, um, so not wanting to repeat myself, but the main things are going to be uh, a focus on pushing, promoting, 
and dominating with our brand. We have a very strong brand. Cushman Wakefield is a very strong brand. And we need to get that out into the market even more. So we've had a lot of discussions last year around uh, pushing our business through the sort of COVID times, did an incredibly strong job on that. Uh, what we need to get to now is to position our brand ever more strongly uh, and to really, really get across to clients, potential clients, lapsed clients, that our brand is incredibly strong, that we have an incredibly strong message to provide, and we have an extraordinary group of people here waiting to meet client needs. So I really need everybody to buy into that and really, really support massively around a big push around what our brand is uh, from a marketing perspective and a, and a commerce piece, and really sort of, sort of show what we have to offer, uh, the talented people we have, and a clear explanation as to what our services are. So that'll encompass uh, from social to events to our website to um, papers, reports, whatever you can think of is going to be about pushing our brand really, really hard. It's not my area of, of, of particular knowledge, so it would be great to get those of you that have already done something really compelling with the brand and to, uh, yeah, get, get your knowledge and get that out there. So that's where we're going to spend some money next year. Um, I think it's really, really important. Um, alongside a sort of focus on more European reports. And it's really hard. So we've lost our European resource uh, to a, a vast majority. So anything we want to produce across Europe is going to be down to us to do it. Um, we already produce some incredible local content and we need to look at what are the elements that we can Europeanize easily. So what can we do for retail logistics office next year uh, on a quarterly, six monthly basis, whatever, what can we actually produce that is something that talks to the European market? And again, for other areas as well. So we're gonna to need to end up with sort of five or six key topic-y type sector things. And then what are we actually gonna say and when are we gonna say it? And that, that'll keep the business uh, happy more generally, I believe, in terms of having some, some awareness of what's coming out, when it's coming out and what it's gonna say. And that's what I wanna put in front of the the sort of European board, you know, relatively soon. So look, one piece of paper, here's what we're doing. Here's when we're doing it. Here's what it's going to say. Uh, thank you very much. And then we can spend a lot of time on our local stuff and in hopefully doing something more positive with the global stuff. Uh, so hopefully you're coming to the session next Tuesday. Uh, I assume those of you that listen to this uh, will be interested and will, will be in attendance. Record it anyway, because I know the Netherlands obviously tied it with Pravada and a few others have been holiday, et cetera. But I think that'd be really good. So there's, I think, six groups looking to share something, which would be great. I'll share uh, and we'll take a big chunk of time up with feeling about what was said at the ELT. Uh, there's nothing off limits, so ask me any questions you want to. Again, there's not a huge amount of point asking me about budgets because I've literally told you everything I know. If that were to change, I'd believe me, I'd be the first on the phone to all of you, uh, giving you hopefully the good news. But yeah, very happy to talk about the direction of the company, uh, where we're going to, why this year will be very profitable for us, what next year might look like, and yeah, just in general, what we're sort of said and what we've discussed. So hopefully that will be of interest. Um, love talking to you all. It's getting even better seeing some of you in person. Um, and I look forward to next week being in Germany just for a day to see a client, but hopefully swinging by the office uh, to say hi to people in Frankfurt. And then a couple of weeks after that, being over there again for a couple of days to get to see a few more of you and that's certainly a plan for the rest of well not the rest of this year but into next year some very well planned and well executed uh, time 
in different markets. So I look forward to seeing you. Hopefully that's a positive news story, not, not something you, you're dreading. And I am always around to have a chat. So please uh, pick up the phone and speak to me. And I'm always interested to hear what you've got to say because I always learn something from every single call. It was brilliant. We had uh, Mihail from uh, our Stockholm office in the office this week. Got to spend some time with him today. And it's just fabulous. Just hearing what's going on in the markets, different views. And I learned a huge amount more about the Nordic market. Uh, and yeah, I encourage that. I know Jenny's over next week from Spain. And then Ramiro and Anna are over in the coming weeks from uh, Spain and Hungary, respectively. And that, you wouldn't believe how much... Uh, that benefits us, people coming over to see what's going on over here, and increasingly us learning from everywhere else. The, 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 the desire to sort of learn and hear more from over here is absolutely fabulous. So thank you so much for spending the time coming over here and sharing knowledge with us. Right, on that note, I will leave you all a fabulous weekend. And I, of course, am always interested to hear what you've got to say and think and challenge me, criticize me, and uh, yeah, help me be better at what I'm doing. All right, cheers, guys.